Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after party for people who want just a little more. But now, there's nowhere to hide since you push my love aside. That will have been quite aggressive to hear as the first sound on the on this episode. But we are starting this week. Welcome to Kick-Ons, everyone, with a tribute to the dear Olivia Newton-John, who passed away last week, which was so shocking. I think that she had been battling cancer for a really significant part of her life and was a champion for a lot of people and a lot of people looked up to her battle and fight Mm. and she had she must have been tired you know absolutely that is like energy beyond most of us can comprehend the like even finding out someone that you love has cancer or is going through any sort of illness it's really draining and she what was like 20 years of her life It's a long time. A long time. So it's sad to lose such an icon. Like, she was queer culture before we even knew what queer culture was, you know? Absolutely. Let's raise our pinos to Shanite. <laughs> Let's raise our pinos to Olivia Newton-John. Cheers. Is, is yours a pinot? Shiraz. Mine is not. Mine is a Merlot. Mm. Yeah. Um, but to uh, Olivia. To Olivia. Um, God, I'm going to really bring... I was just going to say quickly that I, as someone who's enjoyed stemless glasses for a really long time, it's nice to be back in the stem game. I am a woman in stem. Were you... <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Were you surprised that I also had a stem yes. glass too? Yes, that's why yeah. I said it. I swap between two glasses in my new flat. So one of them is this giant glass. This one is like, I don't know, I'll use my head for reference. Yeah. Can you well, see how hard. big that is? I mean, you've got a big head. Thank so. you. <laughs> yeah, I set you up for that one. <laughs> Bitch. Stem's had- changed you. <laughs> Um, and I've got this like cute little tumbler that's orange that you Ooh. would just love. It's it like is. Textured. It's always great finding your favorite mug or cup in a new space. Fully. It's something I believe in wholeheartedly. Finding your mug. Yeah. That could I... be a reality television show. <laughs> so what it is, it's an office space, a new office space. And on any one given day, five new trainees start and they have to find their mug but it's actually like predisposed kind of like married at first sight in quotations 
because we're not sure, but there's like scientific research into why that person might choose that mug. <laughs> the mug and, experts come in. Yeah. And so that's yes. why the, like, um, cause otherwise what would the payoff be? Like just watching people find their mug, but they, they need to have a mug match. Yeah, match with their mug. And maybe yeah. they go on different, like, they drink different things from different mugs and they go, you watch them go on, like, little mug dates. What would we call that, though? Coffee? Oh, they go for <laughs> coffee! <laughs> I like it. It's good. I think that's got um. We've potential. got something here. We've got something here. Yes, find your mug. Absolutely. Again, a really sharp right turn back to where we were, but... This week, Anne Heche also passed away, sadly, from injuries sustained in a car accident, which is so sad. And I was just like, Anne Heche, like, what is the show that I remember her from? Like, why is she so significant to me? And I was like, was it Pushing Daisies? And I was just like racking my brain, but it was Men in Trees. Do you remember that show? I don't. Ah, she like lived in this small town I think and I'm pretty sure her ex-husband her real life ex-husband was also in it um if anyone remembers the show message us at kick on's pod I can't maybe I'll go back and watch it because I didn't realize I didn't really know anything about Anne Heche until a few days ago Mm. which is bad on my part because she was like part of the uh queer liberation movement in hollywood really she lost a whole career because she refused not to bring ellen degeneres to a movie premiere which is the fight yeah absolutely um so yeah that was very sad and um it's just like when things like this happen you remember like oh we're not young anymore not to sound awful but like when it's stars that we recognize like I remember being young and hearing like so and so's died and I was it didn't mean anything to me but now that it does it's like even more of a oh shit like this life is a bitch yeah and so precious I know so let's raise our raise our steamed glasses to Anne Heche as well yeah, thank you for your service to theatre and lesbianism. Absolutely. Um, I was just having a thought, um, because it's Wellington on a plate at the moment, which I was wondering how you feel about missing it. Wow. Well, you know yeah. what? I didn't have a single Wellington on a plate burger last year. Nostalgic, I guess. Okay, that's good. Because I had just ate a burger. That's why I was thinking about it. Because everyone's been talking about burgers. Well, are you on a plate burger? No, just Burger Wisconsin. But it fucking slaps. And I'm not sure. (laughs) Does Burger... Okay, I've got... There are two points to this tale. Go off. Does Burger Wisconsin exist in Auckland, to your knowledge? Like, have you seen one? I think it must. I have not seen one. But I also haven't hunted one out. Like... Honestly, I think their halloumi burger is the best veggie burger in terms of, like, fast food NZ. Okay, that's really good to know because, in my opinion, at the moment, like, uh, Burger King is it. I had a Carl's Jr. burger, vegetarian burger the other day. It was fine. Right. But, 
Yeah. Well, I'm Burger like King. A BK stan. Burger King is a, like a little bit like different. Like that does slap, and I think their plant based patty is amazing. But if you're wanting that like next level like burger fuel vibe, it's halloumi, lime and coriander mayo. It's so good. Wow. Um, but that's not what I'm here to talk about. I am here to ask you, Jason Parker, a very important question and almost like set you on a mission. <laughs> you are not the only famous Wellingtonian to have moved to Auckland this year. True. Have you seen Mittens? No, but I've <laughs> talked about Mittens this week. Really? Yes. For those of you who don't know who Mittens is, welcome. Um, Mittens is a famous cat that used to roam the streets in Wellington and they, I'm going to say. I um, think Mittens is a he. Okay. He moved to Auckland this year. Yeah. um, It's a heartbreak. It was, it's awful not having him around. It just hasn't been the same. Every Wellingtonian that's worth calling themselves a Wellingtonian has been touched by Mittens. Remember when we first, well, not when we first, but like. In our first few years in Wellington, I thought that I'd discovered Mittens. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you are like just the epitome of main character syndrome. <laughs> I know, I actually am. But Mittens you could have is... could be more of a white male if you tried. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> Mittens is the real main character. I have not yeah. seen Mittens. I actually don't even know what suburb Mittens lives in. So, challenge accepted. Mm-hmm. Just find out, you know? I wonder if Midden's roams anymore. I Put feel scared. When you move a cat to a different city, do you have to keep it inside for ages? That is word on the street. But what yeah. about when it's Mittens? Mm, like, but would he try and get back to Wellington? No. Oh my God. I guess you just have to teach him where home is. The new home. You know? Yeah. What if Mittens did a full trek down the North Island? Ended in... like. There's photos of mittens at the Luge in Rotorua. (laughs) What is that movie, Homeward Bound? Homeward Bound, yeah. So iconic. Actually, oh my God, New Zealand's... That's a great idea for a reality TV show. (gasps) Mugmates, cat edition. Oh, hosted by mittens? Oh, golly. Well, we'd have to get a paycheck big enough. I know, it would be hard. Not even yeah. RNZ could afford that. No. <laughs> um, oh my God, speaking of, wait, did I miss it? Did Tova's interview with President Vladimir Zelensky come out yet? I have not seen anything about it. Vladimir, I think I should say. So, okay, this swipe, swerve, Tova O'Brien went to the Ukraine to interview President Vladimir Zelensky. I'm pretty sure it came out today. As part of her new radio show. Well, Today FM, yeah. So, wow. Yeah, Have you actually not... caught any of that? No. Oh, just video clips, and they're quite big on TikTok. Like, they post quite regularly. Good on that. Um, so, yeah, not even keeping her in a contract could keep her from interviewing, like, the most important person politically right now, I guess, wow. in a way. Um, it's it's going live Wednesday, so when this is, comes out, it will be it will be out. Um, amazing work from her. Uh, let's get into our first sip. Tova is one of them. What's next, Jason? Oh, my God. The next first sip I have got is 
I watched a show on Netflix, which I haven't done in a really long time. I don't know if anyone else is feeling like this about Netflix or like streaming services in general. There hasn't been anything that's like really gripped me for ages, but I watched all of this show in one day. It's called Uncoupled. It stars Neil Patrick Harris, who, to be honest, I'm like, I wish it was someone else, but whatever. It's Neil Patrick Harris, and he is there. But it also stars uh, Tisha Campbell, who uh, was the yes. star of My Wife and Kids. And yes. she is absolutely incredible in it. It's basically about a, a gay couple who have been together for a really, really long time. And, spoiler alert, they become uncoupled. And it's wow. about... Like, being an older person trying to get back into the dating scene and, like, having your life just, like, suddenly take a really big turn that was unexpected and seeing, watching how people deal with that. It's a comedy, 20-minute to 30-minute episodes, can be watched all in one day. Very easy, gorgeous watch, and I'd give it a go. I would say it's, like, a three and a half stars out of five. Wow, that's heaps. Um, yes, the show has been playing in my house this week. I've only seen, I think it was actually the finale, so I know how it ends. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, one of my flatmates slash friends, Ina, she has revealed herself to be a huge Neil Patrick Harris stan, which, honestly, I, I don't know how to move on from here, really. So what is it about him that she can't get enough of? She thinks he's really hot. She cracks up at everything she says, even if she's not stoned. Everything Neil Patrick's Harris says is funny. She made us, she was like, I was like, this is really shocking from you, but I'm like here to listen to you. And like, as a reformed musical theater um, student, like I totally see where you're coming from. Um, I just don't quite get it. And she was like, I literally just watched his, like, Tony opening, like, an hour ago. Like, she goes out of her way to, like, she's like, God, fuck, I've just had the worst day. What will cure me from it? Neil Patrick Harris. Totally. I feel like he's going to be cancelled one day. He does have that air about him, but maybe it's just tall poppy and, like, it was just overexposed. 100%. 100%. You're right. Like, what could he possibly do wrong? I don't know. I'll name um, a few things. <laughs> <laughs> My first sip is also a recommendation of a show, but it's on Disney+. Plus, and I would say that you probably want to be um, watching the Uncoupled, like, as a sidebar to this. It seems quite heavy. I've actually only watched one episode, and as we all know, sometimes I recommend something I've watched one episode of, and it turns out to be a flop. But I think that this one is going to be good. It's a crime drama starring my boyfriend, Andrew Garfield, called Mm. Under the Banner of Heaven, and it's essentially um, based in a very Mormon town, and it's a murder mystery so andrew garfield is playing a hot detective a hot mormon detective and he is investigating a crime that happens um in the first episode so if you're into crime if you can handle listening to the religion stuff because it is quite religion heavy um i would definitely recommend that and of course you know there's a snack on the screen andrew garfield is yummy yummy you heard it here first 
He is yummy, yummy. Um, speaking of yummy, yummy, tell me about your life at the party. My life of the party this week is none other than Drag Race Legend at this point. Oh, yes. Yuri. Let's talk about the episode. Yes, the episode, after last week's episode of Drag Race Down Under, which I was a bit like, ooh, squeak. Not the greatest episode, not the greatest challenge, um... But we did have um, a New Zealand queen win. It was really like refreshing to see this episode come through, and there was a lot, a lot of heartwarming moments. Um, and another spoiler alert: huge win for New Zealand queens. And Yuri is someone who was counted out the whole time. Like literally, no one there thought that she was going to do well. She ended up in hospital. She came back, painted her face, bing, bang, bong. She says, come. And she's got it. She's that got the win. That was good. It was so funny. She also wasn't there because she is in A&E. Yeah. With an eye infection, which we that all know. Sucks. We all know it was of the pinkest kind. <laughs> um, I loved this episode. I... I, I like, you know, there's always that classic, like, underlining rivalry between New Zealand and Australia, and it is fun to see it in a drag sense, because you also know that they're just having fun, and that, like, it's not too serious, it's not like a toxic kind of, we're better than you kind of thing, it's just, like, funny. No, well, thank God the New Zealand queens have a great sense of humour, because... They, those Australian queens really do think that they are better than the New Zealand queens just because they're Australian. Yeah. It, and like, that is they, real. They absolutely have more access in Australia. Like, if, I mean, unless you live in Auckland, you're probably not going to have, yeah, access to all these things that, you know, fabrics and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's yeah, hard but to even, get around um, New Zealand. Performance venues, you know. Oh, absolutely. It, and a community. Yeah, very, very true. But the New Zealand Queens really turned it out, and Yuri will actually be performing tonight, Thursday, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, um, at Phoenix Bar in Auckland at Men of Steel, which is a production put on by my friend Monty Montgomery, starring friend of the pod Hugo Girl, Yuri, Monty herself. It'll be a really great cast. Um gonna check it out and be great if you come too totally well this leads me to something that is not my life of the party but we need to discuss the people have been asking art simone from season one of drag race down under recently launched a youtube series called kick-ons how does that make you feel, Jason? What do you have to say about it? Have you watched any of it? Yes, I have watched some of it. So have I. Well, first of all, I think that, yes, it's hilarious. <laughs> what episode did you watch? I watched the, the episode with Polly Filler, and honestly, like, it's good. And if you want to listen to it, I recommend. I agree. But... but I'm not saying that we invented the term kick-ons either. 
No, we definitely didn't invent the term, but we should patent it. I know. I know we should. I know. How do we do that? But wait, didn't we look into that and there was like a random like shoe company that has the trademark? Oh, that makes so much sense. Like kick-ons. Yeah. I, it's so crazy. Look, I I I watched it and I wanted it to be bad and it wasn't bad because Art Simone wouldn't put anything out that oh, was bad. Art Simone knows how to do content. Every single like little short um seri- mini series that she's done either on Instagram or YouTube is really funny. So do you think we should get her on the pod and bring her to the red table? hundred <laughs> percent. Would that be a conflict of interest for her? Like, imagine her sharing, being like, I was on kick-ons. And everyone's like, yeah, we know. You put it out every week. And she's like, no, the one that started before me. Yeah, two years. Years before me. I I, um, told someone recently that we've been doing this for two years, and they made me feel so, like, chuffed about it. I was like, it's a fucking long time, What did they say? It actually is a long time. And, like... The people who are new here or, like, even if you've been listening for a really long time, when me and Steph started this, we only had one rule. Was that we had to do this every single week. Oh, yeah. I think think he said something like, you, um, everyone has podcasts these days, but you guys are doing it first, which is not true. But I was like, I'm going to run with that and pretend that it's true. I know. Well, were we doing podcasts first? I mean, no, but I think we jumped on at a good time. Me too, because people think that we were doing it first. Yeah, now that yeah. everyone has one. Art Simone. Does she have an, Does she have a podcast? Nah, it's just on YouTube. Um, oh, it's yeah. great. We share the love, you know? Yeah, but just fully. I'm coming for her. Get yeah. Robert Kardashian on the line. <laughs> okay, I want to talk about my love... My life of the party, because it's very important. What is it? This week, my life of the party is a... Oh, actually, I'll give you context. <laughs> so, probably two weeks ago, I was cooking Hello Fresh, and all the kids, as in my flatmates, were out, and I was having the best time. I was drinking the same... Not this exact same bottle of wine, but the same drop. And I got a message from my friend Taylor, and she said stop everything you're doing right now and watch the Shania Twain documentary on Netflix. And I thought to myself, I can't because I'm cooking HelloFresh and I've got a lot of specific instructions to follow and I can't accidentally use the too much garlic just in case I need it for the garnish, but they don't mention that until the end. You know what I mean? So you would never pre-read the recipe? you like, read it blind one yeah, at a time? Yeah, read it blind. Because that's oh the my point God. of a recipe. Right? It's like, well, no. I mean, I think sometimes they say, like, and you just use half of the garlic, but you don't really read it if it's not bolded. Okay. So you know? what you're saying is you're just bad at following the recipe. All, always. Yeah, so, me too, girl. Me too. I'm there with you. This is not me shading you. This is me you. being a supportive chef. Ally. Ally. Chef. <laughs> <laughs> and so, okay. So then I'm like, right, I've got to watch this documentary. Then everyone I talk to that has seen it is loving it. So last night I sat down and I watched Shania Twain, Not Just a Girl, on Netflix, and it is 
bloody great. First of all, it's an hour and a half, the perfect time for any film or documentary. If you're making a film or documentary and it goes over an hour and a half, you're kidding. You're joking. It's a laugh. What are you on about? So here I am. I'm watching Shania Twain, having the best time. And there's so much about her life I didn't know. Like? Her parents died in a car crash, the two of them, when she was like very young, early late teens, early twenties. Did you know that? A song about that? Yeah, I'm sure she has. But yeah, so essentially, she was wanted to be a singer. Her mum would like sneak her out to sing in bars and things like that, bring her home, and then and it was like this big trajectory. And then bang, her parents die, and she then becomes the sole carer for her entire family. I think she has. I think there's five siblings altogether. I can cut out the country. <laughs> oh, stop. I'll put it away. It's fine. It's fine. It's not okay. <laughs> I have a problem. Uh, Ina, the other day, I've witnessed her in two days eat a whole pack of mint slices and a whole pack of chocolate fingers without even knowing that she... And then she gets to the last biscuit and she's like, oh my God, I ate the whole packet. <laughs> And not again. I've never seen anything like it. No, um, people just love to snack. Like, I shouldn't be snack shaming you. Um, we can't all afford HelloFresh. Ever since you got HelloFresh, you've changed. They're free boxes. Well, why are you snack shaming then? <laughs> I'm not. So, essentially, the rest of the documentary is talking about um, her move from wanting... She kind of wanted to be a rock singer at one point. It talks about her relationship with, get this, her husband's name was Mutt, which I was cracking up. I was like, this is so shit's creep. Um, And her relationship with him, how that um, brought on the entire album, Come On Over, which is just the most iconic album. There are so many songs that you you haven't forgotten, but it's so nice to hear them again. Um, and then I guess the journey through her divorce, which she doesn't really go into the juicy details, but it is very sad how heartbroken she was. I totally forgot she had Lyme disease. Um, there was just so much into it and it kind of brings us to modern day and, um, where she's at now. She's recording new music. It sounds really great. Wow. So yeah, definitely go and watch that. Um, I was doing that, like, classic New Zealand thing where I was like, oh, this is definitely filmed in New Zealand. Definitely. Like, the views. That must be her house in Wanaka. But then I I forgot how Canadian she is. And so then I was like, wait, this is probably Canada. <laughs> One more. Bless you. I think that's it. Okay. <laughs> we should do a bloopers reel of this episode. <laughs> It's so good. The worst thing was when I was trying to decipher this, the scenes where she's driving, she's driving in the middle of the road. So I couldn't even tell. I bet they closed down the road, though. Uh, They probably do shut the city down for her. I've heard, like, on the grapevine that... uh, I can't remember who was telling me this now, but they'll probably be listening and they'll remind me. Um, Apparently, like, anyone that does construction on her house or goes to her house when she's in New Zealand, that you have to, like, hand over your phones. You can't, like, have anything on you. It's very secretive. So, yeah. Wow. yeah. So you can't take photos. NDA's up the wazoo, if you will. Ooh. So Ooh. go and watch that documentary on Netflix and listen to some Shania Twain. It honestly was... Legit. She is also, just such a treasure. 
she is such a treasure. She is so important to us. And I, there was a lot of messaging around how, like, she was branding feminism in a way that was a little bit, I guess, um, not super loud. Like, the way that she expresses and is pro-feminism is kind of done in a less in-your-face way than other artists, which is, like, there's no right or wrong way to do it. But, um, yeah, I found that really interesting because I probably didn't really think about, like, all these specific fashion choices that she was making and hair and all that kind of thing. I don't think about that when I think about Shania Twain. I just think about her music. That is so crazy. You don't think about Shania Twain's fashion? No, I don't, but... Whoa. I know. But you could, like, be like, oh, my God, we're going to a Shania Twain party and everyone would come in a different look. Totally. And then I was like, have they done a night of a thousand Shania's on Canada's Drag Race? Because they need to. I think, I feel like a night of a thousand Shania's exists. Wait, has it been done? I don't know. I thought, I felt the same. I was like, I swear it's been done. Do you think, like, in New Zealand, like the Down Under version of Night of a Thousand would be? They could definitely have done, or could still do Night of a Thousand Olivia Newton-Johns. Whoa. I mean, obviously Kylie. But if we're doing more specific New Zealand... A Night of a Thousand Joe Seegers. Night of a Thousand Ally Harpers. A Night of a Thousand Dame Kitty Takanoas. Oh, yes. How gorgeous would that be? Or you could do A Night of a Thousand Dames. Because there are so many goddamn dames in Australia and New Zealand. Uh, how have we not been knighted yet? <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, we, it is. It's coming. We've got the right people. To, we know the right people to ask. So Or true. does the Queen decide that? Yeah, I think the Queen does. No, I think our friends. Yeah, I think our friends. Yeah. Dame Cindy. We've been to her house for dinner. Like, what? You can't get more friendly than that. I know. Were the knighting swords around? Fuck. Maybe. We could have done it. We missed out. Damn it. So, yes, I'm, I'm very into that documentary. I am also very into, firstly, reminding some people of some things before we get into our peak too soons. First of all, local body elections are coming up. If you're not enrolled, you need to get enrolled. If you're not knowledgeable about who's... Like, it's really confusing. There are lots of things to vote for. But I think if you just start to get your head around some candidates, some things that you care about in your local area, it's really important. Now, I am enrolled, but I had to change my address. Jason, have you done this? Oh, my God. Let's be real for a second time. (gasps) Let's be real. Okay. I actually have um, enrolled to vote before I even got here. Oh, that's good. Because I needed to prove that I lived in my house so I could um, get my parking sticker. You see, you see, you see. Oh, in my be real, you can see my new lampshade. Okay, good. So if you need to change your address, do it. And so easy. It was so easy. You know, just chat to your friends. Like we care. We we pay a lot of attention to the big picture politics, but actually, what really affects us in our day to day lives, apart from the fucking cost of living and the whatever, the official cash rate going up. What does that mean? We were trying to work it out last night. No I idea. I was so bored at work the other day. I read the news for hours, and my Ooh. god, it's depressing. I was just about to say, how did it make you feel? Depressed. Yeah. Yeah. 
But anyway, guys, gals, they's thems. Please register and roll to vote. My second thing that I wanted to alert everyone about is a giveaway that we've got running on um, our Instagram at the moment, at Pod. Two lovely, lovely singers, Nairi and Wallace, are doing a co- co-headline album release tour through New Zealand in literally 10 days. They're performing on the 26th at Meow in Wellington and on the 27th at the Tuning Fork in Auckland. And like, yes, I want people to enter our giveaway so people let us do more giveaways. But I actually just want everyone to go to this gig because if you Mm -hmm. haven't listened to either Nairi or Wallace's music... Your life will be changed. Like, this is going to be one of those nights that you're like, holy shit, that was so good. Like, these girls have voices, like, of any top-tier star. Like, these girls can sing the house down boots. Yes, God, mama, please. You know? It's going to be, honestly, such a great night. And so, enter the giveaway. And if you don't win, you should... You should go anyway, okay? Yeah. Um, Wallace has just released her new album and other colors. um, And you can actually go back and listen to an episode with uh, me and Wallace, which is really awesome if you want to just get a feel before you buy your tickets to see how lit she is. She's a dragonfly. Yes, she is a dragonfly. I'm a flamingo. We really get on. It's a really great one. Um, And Nairi has just released a new song, Fuchsia. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I put her music on at work. I hope I get to tell her this. Um, And this was like my first second week after I got over the fear of not listening to music at work. And, oh, the worry, I should say. And it actually changed the whole vibe in a good way. And someone in the room was like, I feel empowered as a woman listening to this. Wow. And we could hardly hear the lyrics, to be honest. It was just, like, her voice and, like, the music in the background. Honestly, like, top tier, okay? Yeah. And we can't complain that shit doesn't come to New Zealand if we don't go to it, okay? Girl, exactly. Steph will be at the Wellington gig. I will be at the Auckland gig. Let's party. Yeah, Steph, do you have a peek too soon? I do. Firstly, I'd like to apologise Recently, I got on here and was, you know, talking negatively about the fact that my foundation shade was out of stock and that I had to buy a matte foundation, right? And I'm saying matte, not MAC, but I don't know if people were getting that confused. But to me, I kind of sound like I'm saying the same thing. I got that confused. I thought you were saying MAC. No, sorry, matte. M-A-T-T-E. Wow, this changes everything. I was like, does she hate double wear? Is that Mac? Mm, that's Estee Lauder, and we do oh. hate that because they don't have the best shade range for. I, I mean, for pale people and probably for the other end of the spectrum as well. I don't know. Yeah, Steph um, is rolling around while she's telling this. By the way, <laughs> my like... legs are so dead. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be lying down. Okay, so matte foundation. So I've been using it for like two weeks now, and honestly, it's not that bad. And I'm here to recognize that I didn't know my own privilege and that I'm really sorry that I, um, yeah, was bagging on. And if you're a matte foundation wearer, you know, I'm sorry for offending you if I did. Okay. But my peak too soon. 
So my peak too soon is the reaction to a really great thing, which is Whitaker's releasing their creamy milk chocolate bar in Tadeo for Tadeo Language Week. Sorry. Yeah. Tuwiki or Tadeo Māori. Tadeo Māori Language Week. I was like, why does that not sound right? Um, which is in about a month's time. So um, Whitaker's have released their delicious creamy milk chocolate the branding, everything is in Tereo Māori, and people online are fuming. The Karens online are fuming. And I just, I'm like, let's just be done with this. I Why? Know. We will I mean, be done with it. The, it comes from both sides. I've seen both sides fuming. Like people being happy? Pe- well, I've seen people being really fucked off that um, they have to look at Tadeo on their beloved Whitakers. And I've also seen people um, pose the question as to whether Whitakers, a multi-million dollar company, is uh, donating or supporting any charities to help Tadeo uh, people? Yeah, people. people or even the language um, become more prominent in New Zealand. Right. Well, that's a very fair argument because that yeah. is like virtue signaling, right? Yeah. Especially from a company of that magnitude. And I wonder, it will be interesting whether they come out and say if they are. Well, or, hopefully they do. Or what they do in their team to encourage the use of the language, etc. And hey, yeah. if they're not, like, that's shit. But, um,. Yeah, I just, I just was like, oh my god, like I can't even begin to imagine how exhausted people. Who how have been- quickly do you think New Zealanders would learn Tadeo if every single food item suddenly had Tadeo on it? Oh my god, that would be iconic! Like, there's no English; you have to make it work. You have to, you have to learn Tadeo. That would be great. Yeah, I mean, meat and three veg—you don't really get in packets, do you? No, except when you do, and it's like, why is this in a packet? Yeah, why is this beef in a packet? (laughs) I think that would be a great idea. And I do think that absolutely uh, companies like that who are putting something out there that is that heavily endorsing of something amazing do need to be matching that with other ways of supporting the community. Yeah. Absolutely. So it will be interesting. I mean, that is, I guess, the most interesting thing about life in general and debate is you can see the two sides of the argument and 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 take with that what you want to. But, yeah. Can you yeah. even believe it's that time of the year again, though? I know. I can't. I can't believe we're already through halfway through August. I know. Have you thought anything more about your birthday? Not at all, but I know that it'll be special, and I just want you all to watch this space. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, let's say the mantra. <gasps> 2001 to 2008. There ain't a song that we hate. Now, listeners, spoiler alert. Sometimes Jason and I are organized enough to chat about what we're going to chat about before we start recording. Yeah, the chat and before the chat. That could be a podcast in itself, couldn't it? Wait, what was... Oh, I'm... Yeah, it could be. Well, that's On Patreon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but love Patreon. We would... It would be nice to get some money, wouldn't it? 
Well, yeah, it would be nice to get some money. We will. Don't don't you um, worry. We're going to be signed up to a, a network in no time. In yeah. no time at all. No, because we're podcast veterans at this point. Yeah, we started podcasts. We did. So, we chatted before and I was like, I'm really stressed about my song. And so Jason has kindly offered to take one off. Well, he's going to draw inspiration from what I say. So... I, because it's all about me, your face just then was like, you sound like a fucking idiot. No, no, no. No. I I expressed that I was stressed about what song to put on, so we decided we're going to go for a co-headliner. So the song I am adding this week to the podcast in honour of the Netflix documentary is Shania Twain's Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Wow. I mean, when that sound yes. comes on in any club, any bar, any living room, the girls run to the dance floor. They do. And, and saying, let's go girls, that's iconic. It is iconic. And do you know what? There is a part in the documentary where um, that specifically addresses like Shania's influence on the queer community. And I yes. thought that was like really lovely and amazing and i i also feel like man i feel like a woman is a feeling you know it's you don't have to be you don't have to identify as a woman to feel like one you know what song are you going to add to the playlist jason i will be adding shania twain's from this moment life has has begun Okay, so two things to say. Firstly, um, much like Kelly Clarkson's Breakaway is for you, from this moment is my Kelly Clarkson's Breakaway. I sung it at year six camp, and I won. Wow. It's the first time I'd ever sung by myself in public. <gasps> and I'm pretty sure I won two Milky Way bars. Not Milky Bars, Milky Way bars. Milky Minis. Way bars are better than Milky Bars. That's Absolutely. That's Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I'm so glad to add that to the playlist. But it brings us to the question, like, why have we not had Shania? These are the first Shania Twain songs on the playlist. And Adam Standring, I'm so sorry for the injustice we've caused you by yeah. not having any Shania on this playlist. Here's the thing. I'm like, have we not had any Shania on this twi- playlist? Or have you not added any Shania on the playlist after it's been suggested as, that you should have added it? Because from the number of episodes we've done compared to the number of songs that are on the playlist. <laughs> no, there's more songs. Off. Don't you dare. You've never noticed that. You've never looked at that. Don't you ever do. literally have. There's like 200 something songs. <laughs> it goes for 10 hours and 16 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's a mm-hmm. good party. Two years? Two years worth of song adding? Hmm. No, I've been pretty good. I've been pretty good <laughs> <laughs> at adding it to the playlist. If you think that you have heard Shania on this, or if you're a guest, yeah. now I'm like scared that Anna Worthington added one, but I don't think she did. Oh no, she added True Bliss. Here's actually a life hack for those who uh, have been listening for a long time and just like can't get enough of us. If you go and look at the playlist maybe a night before the pod comes out, <sighs> which is on a Thursday, you might see what we <laughs> add to the playlist. I was struggling, though, between that Don't Impress Me Much and uh, Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Yeah, that's... Uh, also, sorry, I just want to say congratulations on winning. 
What did I win? Your year six singing competition. <laughs> it was school camp talent show, actually. Jason recently Googled, is Brad Pitt still hot? And what did Google tell you? The answer is yes. Brad Pitt is still hot. He's still hot. And he's never not been hot. No, he's never not been hot. What's your favorite no. Brad Pitt era? To be honest, I was obsessed with Gladiator. Troy. I was obsessed with Troy. What was Gladiator? Is that a different movie? Yeah, that's Russell Crowe. And remember, speaking of me singing, when we lived in Sydney, I did an orchestra like show, and we the movie played, and we sung along to the soundtrack. We were the live soundtrack. Wow, you went to that Troy or Gladiator? No, I perf- I sung in it <laughs> at the Sydney Opera House. You fucking did too. <laughs> That wow. was like a really dark time because I was like, I'm going to make all these friends. Like I'm going to join a choir and I'm going to make all these friends. And they were like all so fucking like clicky and nerdy, which I love a nerd, but it was like choral singing nerd. I was like, no, I don't go to this. What's it called? Like a music school? Like a sim conservatorium yes conservatorium <laughs> the conservatorium of music darling. I was like, no i don't go there i literally i'm yeah anyway so brad pitt was you're like troy. anyway i thought this was fucking troy <laughs> of course i don't go to the symposium no wait the coliseum no <laughs> conservatorium the conservatorium oh, oh darling is this darling. even in four four um, okay. So that leads up that brings us to the end of the show. That was a that was that was a big one. You're the wheel, I'm the anchor. Of what vehicle are we driving? <laughs> Ship. <laughs> uh thank you guys for tuning in to another week of Kick Ons Pod. Please uh visit us on at Kick Ons Pod on Instagram and enter the draw to win tickets to see Wallace and Nairi's headlining gig. Um you can win tickets to either Wellington or Auckland. We will be at both gigs. You can win um, with I'm like I don't know if I made it clear enough. We've got a double pass to each show. So we'll be drawing so, two winners. Yeah, you can win. There's two double passes. Yeah, it's hot. Thank you for joining us for another week. We love having you here, and here's to another two years. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being so receptive to the podcast format. When we came up with it, we just like <laughs> truly did not know that podcasts would like Trailblazers. become such a cultural phenomenon. So yeah. thank you for uh, believing in podcasting absolutely it's a crazy medium cheers cheers girl my glass is empty bye bye